Whether you're new to home buying or a seasoned home buyer, you're probably wondering in 2024, should I use a real estate agent? In this video, I'm gonna define exactly what realtors do and why realtors can be a valuable resource when you're buying or selling a home. I'm Jen Hernandez. I've been a lender since 1995. I've closed thousands of loans, helped thousands of families with home ownership and buying or refinancing. And I'm here to give you real facts, no BS. Welcome to the channel if it's your first time. Please subscribe. And y'all, I want to hear your comments on this and your questions. Let's get started. Welcome to the Loan with Jen podcast, your go-to weekly source for all you need to know about financing your home. Get ready for a no BS fact-driven journey. I'm Jen Hernandez. I've been a loan officer since 1995 with over 4,600 families financed to date. I love to simplify the most complicated loan questions, making them a breeze to understand. The ideas expressed here are my own opinions and should not be taken as legal advice. Thanks for joining. Let's get started. Okay, so realtors and real estate. So I've been doing this since 95 and I've had my share of clients that have not used a realtor. Okay, so realtors, let me start by telling you that in my 28 years experience, I've definitely had my share of clients that have decided to DIY. They've decided to go in on it on their own. And that certainly is your choice as a home buyer or a home seller. In fact, there's lots of people out there that are like, hey, pay this minimum fee to do this and cut corners, et cetera, et cetera. So I will say that the clients of ours that have not had representation when they're buying, it really has not all turned out rosy. The buyers end up being confused. What's the next step? Sometimes there's been money left on the table. So it's quite a thing. So what we're gonna do is I'm gonna go over benefit or things as a seller that the realtor would do for you. Now, I'm not a realtor, so, and I'm not paid by realtors, but I am a proponent of realtors. But I'm gonna, just from my wisdom, gonna let you know this is what they do, and then I'll do the same for the buyers. First, I wanted to let you know that in the US, one out of every three home buyers is a first time buyer. According to Texas Association Realtors, which is actually where I live, 89% of the people decided to use a realtor, which I think is a good thing. So there are people that decide to go in on it on their own. So let's start from the buying perspective. What is it that realtors can do for you? What we're gonna go over is what do realtors do, how do they get paid, and how this may or may not benefit you. First off, all realtors, whether they're representing the buyer or the seller, they have to be licensed. So every state is a little bit different, but I can tell you that the training is very standardized, it's rigorous, it includes ethics, it includes legal, it includes compliance, all these things that have to be taken, and they have to renew their license every two years. So for the buyers, we're gonna go through some things here. I'm actually gonna put on my glasses because I have a list here that I'm gonna go through because I've written this all out. So the buyer's agent definitely will help you search for homes. Like, did you know that to get into a home, you have to have a way to get in. There's a special lock that's on the door. And if the homeowner's not gonna let you in, obviously, then you need to get in. So they make appointments, they help you look at the houses so you could stack the appointments one behind the other. Hey, it 
2.30, I'm gonna see this house. At three, I'm gonna see this house. Sometimes realtors will drive you around. Sometimes you'll meet them around. So, you know, one or the other, they will show you the houses. The next thing that they'll do is they'll prep the contract. So many people don't know if you're gonna make an offer to a seller, how do you do the contract? There's state forms that help you out that every state has a form that's got all of the components of a contract that you could present to a seller. Now, if you're doing this just one or two times, in fact, did you know that most people only buy on average three homes in their lifetime? So if you've only done this a couple of times, you may not remember what you did 10 years ago when you bought your other house. So there's things that change, there's laws that change, and there's compliance that changes. So they will definitely fill out that contract for you. They also negotiate with the other side. They're gonna negotiate with that representative of the seller, whether it's the seller directly or whether it's the agent of the seller, they are going to negotiate with them back and forth. Now, I can tell you from experience, there's a lot of back and forth between buyers and sellers. They're also gonna make sure you have all the proper forms, disclosures, did the seller disclose properly, things about the house, the survey, the all of these different things that are needed to know about the house. And they're also gonna help arrange inspections. Now inspections is another big component, like it is checking underneath the hood of the car for sure. And you get this report that's like 15 pages long, it's got all these red flags on it, and you're like, what do I, pay attention to what do I don't so you know realtors from experience can offer some guidance on where to go gathering estimates hey let's talk to some contract and specialists and find out how much these things cost also there's talking to the lender now they don't talk to the lender about your personal info but they talk to the lender to make sure things are on track they also talk to the title company there's a title company which is a title attorney in some states that there's lawyers so the realtors and the lawyers or the title attorneys they all talk together to make sure that things are on track there's a title commitment that needs to be reviewed. Sometimes there's problems on title. Sometimes the seller has to cure things before they can give clear title to the buyer. So the realtors are used to the lingo. They're used to all these dynamics and it just, it works very synonymously. They also help, you know, coordinate the closing. So an average closing time is about 30 days. They help coordinate all these different things. The lender's gonna remind you too, but they're gonna remind you like, hey, your insurance, hey, here's some names that you need, hey, Here's the names of a few contractors that you might need to paint or spruce up, et cetera. They're gonna remind you to that you've, oh my gosh, you've gotta turn on utilities. We're a few days before closing. They're gonna help you with those final checklist items. And they're also gonna help coordinate the closing time. So all of these things are going to be done. Also, finally, the realtors keep you calm. So lots of things happen during the process and the realtors will definitely know which way to go you've got you know things you've got to coordinate movers and you've got family and you've got work to do so the realtors really help that helping hand now when you're a seller the list is a little bit different similar the holding hand part is really similar but they're also going to run comparables they're going to be like hey what should you sell your house for this is what's happening in your market you know realtors have access to data that the layman person just doesn't always have access to. They have a lot of behind the scenes information and data that they're used to crunching those numbers. As a seller, they're gonna help you coordinate pictures. They're gonna help you know what needs to be decluttered. They're gonna know the buying patterns of people and like, hey, I think your house might show a little better if we do this, this, and this. So they're keeping their pulse on the market at all times in order to help you be able to sell your house the fastest 
and for the highest price. Of course, that is always the goal. They're also gonna talk to that buyer's agent. Again, they're gonna coordinate back and forth really to you know, remain an arm's length. It's called arm's length between the buyer and the seller. You know, buying a home is very emotional. So when the buyer and the seller are directly talking to each other, emotions are high. You know, everybody's on edge. The buyer, of course, wants what's best for them. The seller wants what's best for them. It's really nice to have a buffer between there and make sure that everything is compliant, everything is above board. There's no, you know, side deals, no like, oh, hey, I'm gonna throw in the blender and this painting and the this and the that. Like, you can't do that. So the realtor really does help keep things in check for sure. Also, not to mention just the back and forth. Like if you're selling your home, do you really wanna be having to let people in your house and seeing the buyers and walk them through? I mean, the realtors really do add a buffer to where they'll show the home. They'll make sure the lights are on. They'll make sure everything looks great. They'll make sure that they call the other buyer's realtor for feedback, to get feedback on the home. So all of these things, need to be done and it's not to be taken lightly i know it's easy to say oh yeah i'll do all these things myself but we've seen people try to do it themselves you know i'm a lender so from the lending end i've seen people try to do things on their own and it's not always pretty so from someone who's helped thousands of people and seen lots of realtors help people i can tell you it is just crucial that realtors are involved. Now, you're probably wondering how are realtors paid? So a percent of the sales price, realtors generally, now this is general, it's definitely always negotiable, but realtors in general, 3% of the price to the buyer's agent and 3% to the seller's agent. So that would mean if the house is worth $300,000, that that's 9,000 to the other agent and 9,000 to the other agent if there is one bringing the buyer. Now, I know every, what you're thinking, like, oh my gosh, that's a lot of money. Well, it doesn't all go to the realtor, number one. It goes to the broker, there's licensing fees. You know, realtors work for free until you're at the closing table and everything closes. You know, they're usually spending their own money to make your house look good or saying like, hey, I'll get the contractors, I'll coordinate this, I'll do that. Like all of those things is what they're doing. And so all of that time that they're driving around and spending with you and gas and all of these things really does add up. Not to mention the branding and the marketing and all of those things that realtors are doing on the behalf of buyers and sellers. So they don't all get that fee in their pocket, mind you. Now, of course, yes, the higher the price house, the higher the commission is as well so you just have to think like hey is it worth my time for the things that we've gone over that a realtor is doing that really gonna save me money in the long run if they're helping you get a higher price as a seller in quicker amount of time because of their expertise wouldn't it be worth it or as a buyer if they're helping you get a better price and closing cost negotiated or etc etc wouldn't it be worth it if you could get into your dream home faster by paying a professional who's gonna have your back and know that there's no blind spots that you're missing that could be a real headache and possibly a legal headache later on now it's up to negotiation who pays the fees now when you're the seller you of course pay the seller's agent fee now I'll tell you that most of the time the sellers decide to include the buyer agent fee in the price of the house so as a buyer it's important that you talk to your buyer's agent that you're going to choose in the beginning and they'll talk to you about that and fees and how they're paid. Usually most homes will be sold with, hey, the buyer's agent commissions is included. And so that's included in the price of the home. Now you should expect as a seller 
to sign an agreement called a listing agreement. And you should also expect as a buyer, it's very common that you sign a buyer's agreement obligates you that if it, within a time period, if you buy a house, that commission that that realtor is going to be paid on your behalf. So it's an agreement. All of those agreements, you know, everything is negotiable. Everything is, you know, meant to be, obviously, if you're not having a good experience, there's ways to get out of these contracts, right? But those are good things to discuss with the agents before you agree to do business with them. I hope this has been helpful. Let me hear your comments. Stick around. We've got another video right after this that you don't want to miss. Talk soon. Thank you for listening to the Loan with Jen podcast. Keep joining me each week to stay up to date on the mortgage industry as I'll dive into relevant topics so your home financing process, whether you're buying or refinancing, is smooth and simple. If you enjoyed today, please click follow and that way you'll never miss an episode. To find us on social media, just go to Loan with Jen on any of the social media handles, TikTok, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Thanks for tuning in this week for Real Facts, No BS. Talk soon. Mm-hmm.